0: Hi, this is Cole Moon, and welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love of the holidays with you year-round.
1: This is Sydney, and I will be continuing my Spring Bucket List series. This week's subject is
2: brunch. This is Beth, and I will be talking about those April showers.
3: And this is Randy, and I will be talking about May 4th, also known as May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Which all are very fun spring topics. Yes. Uh, Speaking of spring, we are in the throes of spring here in Virginia with Um, the ups and downs of the weather.
0: We're feeling it a lot. Because we have some days where it can get up to like mid-70s, 80s, like Well,
2: mid-70s Yeah. several days of that. That was nice. Yeah, several days
0: of that. Like as nice as can be. Yeah. You can go out, throw the football around, go down to the creek, you know, that kind of weather. And then we've got these days where the weather is, like, in the 40s. I know I was driving here the other day, and there were snow flurries. Yeah. Yeah. So, ridiculous. Yes. I've got a little space heater in my room that is, like, one of the nice ones where it, like, logs what the temperature of the air is. So, ideally, it heats up to the temperature that you want. But I looked over at it, and it said 55 degrees. Yikes. (laughs) In my room yesterday, and it was up to 60 today. Either way, my house is freezing cold. Right. Yeah. So one of those things about spring that I enjoy less, and we get into summer, I enjoy more the consistent warm weather. Right, yes. What has it been like over here for you guys? Let's just say, we've got a lot of flowers coming out, but every day is
3: a different day as far as the weather goes so you know it's rainy it's sunny it's warm it's cold yep so it's just all over the place typical spring in In this area yeah Yeah, that's right you know you don't know whether or not to take a coat like the morning you may take a coat by 10 or 11 it might be too warm for a coat you know so it's all over the place which it also is allergy season too so yeah that's something else that for those of us that have some outdoor allergies we live in a pine forest, like we've mentioned before, and it's pretty soon that the pine trees will start shedding pollen, which are just
0: waves of green-yellow pollen Mixed. going through. Oh, our yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can yes. see it. It's yes. almost
1: like a fog, Right it's right a scary.
0: <laughs> you guys, because Sydney and I are both, you know, moved away, you guys have got your cars in the garage. But when Sydney and I used to have our cars, we could come out and they would just be caked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Caked in green or yellow or whatever the pollen happened to want to be in terms of color yep. that day.
1: Especially, like, I used to have a black car, and man, oh, did that yeah, pollen you show up really well on that black car.
0: Yes, that's very
3: true. And another fun thing is that, well, allergies aren't fun, but a fun thing. Another fun thing <laughs> is uh, Easter is tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so... Yep. Uh, Easter Bunny will be coming, hiding oh, I hope Easter not. baskets. I hope not my version
0: of the Easter Bunny. <laughs> the
2: Easter Bunny will be coming. He will not be hiding Easter baskets.
0: Did you tell him not to? Because yes. I think he will naturally one hundred percent not basket. going to do that. You know, at some point after I did that podcast, I had a nightmare about the Easter Bunny. I don't even remember like a little <laughs> clip of it, but it was one of the mall bunnies. Yeah, I, bet it was. I remember being in a house and seeing him out a window. And then losing sight of him. And that was the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's the bunny? It's like when you uh, see a spider and then you lose sight of him. And then, then it. you lose yeah. sight, yeah. <laughs> like if you're driving and something. You're like, yeah. you stay right where I can see you.
3: <laughs> yes, so uh, that'll be fun. We'll have the whole family here. And cool girlfriend will be here as well. Mm-hmm. And um, the cats.
0: Yes. Of course. Well, all so of the cats. cats. All of the cats. No. <laughs> no. I don't think you're bringing your cat over. You could, but I don't think I could. Ever. No. The other ones would probably do what they did last time and just flee. Hide, probably, yeah.
1: And as we are now in the spring season, a fun thing to do during the spring is to go to brunch. So, is it? yes. Explain. Yeah. So, where did brunch come from? Because y- when you hear the word, like so often nowadays, we hear a word mashup, right? But this happened a while ago. So, it's interesting that this word combination kind of occurred. So I got the information from the Smithsonian website, but I also got Ooh. the information off of the Grubhub blog. So Grubhub <laughs> has... very, very <laughs> equal
0: um, um, credibility for <laughs> <Right. us>. But the <laughs> consistent thing is that they're both very well-known brands. They are. Right,
1: right. So there are um, a few different theories about where our favorite breakfast-lunch hybrid was born. Some say it was born from the English tradition of feasting after a hunt. Some say from the Catholic tradition of fasting before church and then having a large meal after services. And New Yorkers believe that it came from the amazing breakfast and lunch choices after a long night out. The word (laughs) brunch was first used in publication. This is why writing stuff down is very important. Mm -hmm. By the Hunters Weekly by Guy... Berger, listen to this. 1895. Wow. That was the first written reference. Berger felt tired after a long, large, traditional post-church meals and suggested possibly something lighter. You know, a uh, breakfast with a lunch flare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there
1: you go. Brunch hit big in America in the 1930s via actors making their way across the country from New York to California by train. During these publicity tours for their upcoming movies, they would stop in Chicago for this beloved meal. Its midday timing allowed them to sleep later, which was an especially exciting selling point. So brunch's biggest push came during a massive moment of progress for women in America. So actually, it touches on women's progress. So, Women entered the workforce during the world wars and they needed a break from cooking. And thus that pushed the family to start going out for a meal the day they would generally sit around the table as a family. So Sunday, right? So they would need a break and brunch would be the perfect opportunity because you don't have to wake up early and get the kids ready. or, Or you could and go to church and then go and have this light meal. Yeah, you know, just have your day set from there. So let's guess what are the most popular brunch food items. So I have a list of eleven most popular brunch okay. items. Okay. Does
0: that include like drinks?
1: Yeah. Um sec. Let me go through. Because I'll preface this, no, I don't think no, I've ever it's food, not
0: done drinks. A brunch really? I don't know brunch, so When I'm, you were thinking of a drink,
3: what were you thinking of? I doing? was
0: thinking of tea. Okay, I was was thinking thinking of uh, mimosas or um, mimosas, bloody marys.
1: Yeah, so those are common. So correct, but this is food.
3: Okay,
0: right. Um, like finger sandwiches, or or like, can we just say sandwiches? Eggs.
1: Uh huh. Yep. Toast. Yep.
0: Well, those just sound like breakfast. I know bacon.
1: (laughs) I mean, yes, but these are like specific. Can you get like a little bit more specific?
0: Canadian bacon. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like like bacon. the make the maple kind.
1: Like the maple kind? Okay, what else? Um Is that a
0: no? Like eggs, aren't there specific kinds
3: of eggs that are probably like ho-
1: Especially one?
3: Poached? Like, no. The Scrambled. Ho- the Hollandaise sauce one. What's the one with um Devil? called?
1: No, think of breakfast eggs.
3: I don't uh, breakfast eggs. Sunny Fried. side side. Fried eggs <laughs> so You can tell we're not Brunch people today No What I other said, types of eggs I egg, said scrambled Egg whites no. I feel like omelets.
0: We've, oh, oh Oh yeah, yeah that, that I was about a to say I feel okay. like we've named it already It's just yeah, No just listening you did us. So oh let
1: me Let me go down the list And you guys will recognize it So the last <laughs> on the list is. We oh. failed. We've, go ahead.
0: <laughs> we don't even get to guess the rest. <laughs> our,
1: our guessing privileges are revoked. We, <laughs> we say that obviously people. need
0: to work on our Listen, brunching. I know. I'm going to be upset if number one is Canadian bacon, the maple con. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> you clearly guessed
0: Because I guessed that specifically. Yeah, okay. Yes, you did. You I was told to be specific. Wait, okay. Wait hold on. Um, are biscuits on there? Cookie okay. biscuits or biscuit biscuits? Biscuit biscuits. No. Right, okay, well, go well, ahead. Whatever,
1: I don't care then. Okay, so I'm going to start from the bottom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And number 11 is oatmeal. Oatmeal.
0: Oh. Oh, Why would you do that for brunch?
1: I know. Okay, go ahead. I think it's pronounced acai bowl. So um,
0: Yeah, acai or acai. Acai, yeah.
1: yeah. Acai bowl. Similar to oatmeal, the mix-ins and toppings are totally up to you. It's truly a bowl of heaven and doesn't leave you feeling super full.
0: Well, I wouldn't describe oatmeal as a bowl of heaven, but... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't either, but apparently it's in the top ten, so... Yeah. Yeah. Potato.
3: Oh, that's a Which good... Yeah. General? That's
1: You didn't list it, though, <laughs> did you? <laughs> you yeah.
3: told us to be specific!
0: I
1: yeah, but it. these are specific. But during the general time, he didn't say it either. What,
0: like a, like you bite into it like an Roasted apple? Roasted
1: or fried. You could have gone with either.
0: <laughs> so I could have said fries?
1: It could, yeah, and you should... Hash browns.
0: Hash browns, hash yeah, yep, yep.
1: Yeah. 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 So those are actually I'm hungry for potatoes now. Waffles. Mm. I thought about waffles, Belgium. Yep, lots of waffles. Bagels. Mm-hmm. Yep, B- that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bagels. Yeah. Yep, The scrambler, which is, I mean, you guys couldn't have guessed. It's, it's like a, a combination of the toast, the eggs, the bacon. No, not Canadian bacon, just regular bacon. It could be. I, it could be if you order. It's it, all scrambled together. No, it, it's, it's just a dish of it. So oh, do okay. It's oh, like the okay. general breakfast dish. So
0: you were just okay. like being mean when you were like no to our like toast and eggs and I'm saying and yes stuff. to
1: those. Pancakes. Yum. Red velvet, Oreo, salt, or just plain. Eggs Benedict.
0: That's the one I was thinking
3: of for the holiday okay. sauce. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. Was no. Eggs
3: Benedict the number one?
1: No, so Eggs Benedict is actually number four, so okay. it's close up there. Number three is a breakfast burrito, which I wouldn't have guessed. No, I wouldn't have either. I would have guessed like waffles or... Yeah, I
0: can see a, bur- a breakfast burrito. A breakfast burrito feels like an on-the-go kind of food. Yeah. But so, a and brunch. I think of brunch as a sitting down... Mm-hmm. But if say you can't... You don't have time to sit down. So it's like an on-the-go brunch food. Right, but I don't think of brunch as an on-the-go kind of thing. <laughs> no. It's definitely
1: not. Especially yeah. like like you guys have mentioned mimosas and such. It's very much a... Um, it's turned into kind of a... It has a certain atmosphere yeah. of like, mm-hmm. chilling and just vibing, I guess. Yeah. The second one is omelettes. Alright, can you guess the first one?
3: Is it one you've already mentioned? No. Oh. No. Um, we're already bad at it. Like
2: <laughs> she's rubbing it into our, she's rubbing our noses <laughs> in it. Like,
1: you can guess. No, Cole, okay. I thought you were like looking at but on your no. phone. I was like, no. Um.
3: Can we guess the top okay. one? I'll no. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> okay.
1: Mom really likes to get this at Cracker Barrel. Pancakes, mm-hmm. and what else? Eggs. Oh, um eggs over medium. Seriously, I got that no. specific.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's meal. <laughs>
1: okay, I'm just gonna say it, man. You guys are bad at guessing this. French toast.
3: Oh, oh, oh
0: yeah, I like oh. French
1: toast yes, too. Yes, yeah,
0: I know. yes that's, that's number one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, a lot of those are just in like to Us, right? we have to guess of all foods that yes. exist yeah.
1: essentially brunch is a lot of the breakfast foods it's just some other things are incorporated like the mimosas the um little like eggs benedict with that kind of combines the sandwich idea right um things breakfast like burritos that. yeah mm-hmm. different things yeah yeah so it's like an amped up breakfast exactly yeah that you go to with friends or family right is it time just to just hang out, enjoy one another's company? That's right.
2: Could you go
3: yeah. with enemies?
1: <laughs> um, I think that you call them frenemies. Oh, okay. Then, then you can go. Then, yeah, no, you we're, go.
0: we're talking about specific enemies.
1: <laughs> well, then it's up to you guys. If you can coordinate and schedule it, then you know. But you could. You, could.
0: you could do it. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. I, I mean, it's know. just
1: vibing together. So,
2: awesome.
0: Dad, you want to go to brunch? <laughs>
1: oh, nice. <laughs> And while
2: at brunch, it would be lovely to have some flowers as a centerpiece. It would be. And to
1: have yeah. a view of flowers.
3: But if you're or outside, showers. You know. If you're having brunch outside, it would not be good to have showers. Just flowers.
1: Right. But yeah. if you were on like talking a floor flowers.
3: Yeah. So not showers.
2: Correct. Okay, so there's a saying, April showers. Bring my flowers. Hmm.
0: Bring me flowers? <laughs> I take flowers. May flowers.
2: <laughs> bring me flowers. Thank you, Sydney. Sydney her knows it. Everybody, I'm sure, has heard of it. It's something that... I is, didn't want to if...
0: cheat because I can see it written <laughs> right, <laughs> right there, there in, in my April. notes. <laughs> yeah.
2: But April flowers bring me flowers is a very common expression. I heard it growing up. It's a common expression in America, and I'm guessing English-speaking countries, since I think it actually originated in the UK, and I'll get into that in a bit. The saying is considered a proverb. So what is a proverb? When I say proverb, what comes to mind?
0: Why saying? Like a short little cultural snippet of wisdom.
2: Okay. Excellent. Any other thoughts?
1: Nope. Did they they encompass what you thought? I think they guessed very close.
0: Unlike the brunch guessing.
3: Right. (laughs) You (laughs) guys
2: are much better at proverbs than brunch meals. (laughs) Yeah. So, for me, when you say Proverbs, I always think of the chapter of Proverbs in the Bible. They are short sayings that express universal truths for practical, righteous living in your relationship with God and others. But Proverbs, as cultures. There's also saying, a
0: general, yeah, term for... It
2: goes beyond the religious aspect. And different cultures have their own Proverbs, which are short, popular sayings stating a general truth or piece of advice or wisdom. And often figurative language is used... So, in my research, I also found it termed in places an idiom, which is a commonly used expression whose meaning does not relate to the literal meaning of its words. And I was thinking, I tend to lean more toward it being a proverb, because depending on where you live, it actually, the literal meanings of the words actually can be true.
0: That but April showers bring May flowers? Right. Yeah.
2: Yes. So, the origin of the sayings, it traces back to the mid 1500s. It's actually thought to have been before that. The first recorded use of it was in a series of writings by a poet from England named Thomas Tusser. He pulled together a series of writings that he entitled A Hundred Good Points of Husbandry. And in it, it said, Sweet April showers do bring May flowers. And I'm guessing the
1: rhyming helped. Yeah.
2: Now,
0: husbandry, if Anyone is not familiar with the term, does not refer to being a good husband. Correct. It refers to farming. Farming, the raising of and cultivation of animals. Right.
2: So that is the first recorded use of the term. There's a practical application and then a philosophical application. So let's just start with the practical. So, do April showers bring May flowers? Well, yes and no. <laughs> I love those answers. (laughs) It really depends on where you live. Loosely, this can be said to be true, and probably more so in the United Kingdom, where it was first termed. It tends to be the trend here in Virginia, but I'm guessing, like, Arizona and New Mexico have something different to say about that in their April and Mays. Although rainfall is important, warm temperatures are what brings about the actual blooming of the spring flowers. Mm. So, rain is important. It gets the nutrients in the ground, it waters them that's necessary. But warm temperatures are gonna be the things that actually cause the flowers to bloom. And warm temperatures can come too early, which we've experienced. It brings a false start to spring where you see the trees and the flowers budding and blooming, and then it's followed by a hard frost. And if that happens, then you lose your crops, which is very sad. So, we're not gonna think about that. We're gonna think of how happy they are in the warm sunshine. Coming up, but as we were just talking about earlier, in Virginia, it's all over the place. So, there's not a lot you can do about it. You have to kind of write it out. So, short answer, sure. April showers are necessary for blooming May flowers, depending on the region where you live. Although, they are just a component, an important component, of what is necessary overall. Any thoughts about that?
0: I was just thinking, um, because it is very different, depending on where you live in yeah. the country, as far as... Because I was thinking... uh Yeah, like if you live in Arizona, April showers probably don't bring May flowers. Right. But if you're in Florida, April showers, uh, January, February showers, March showers. Right. May showers. Same idea. It's raining all the time.
2: Yes, and it's blooming all the time. Yeah. All kinds of different things blooming.
0: It's a blooming state.
2: It's a blooming state. (laughs) And perennials depend more on the rainfall well, that's not true. The Perennials depend on the rainfall consistently for many months. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just planting annuals, you do it after the frost, and that is watering them is going to be very important until they bloom. But it depends on when you, again, when you're planting, Exactly, right? yeah. So I wonder if kids in Arizona are raised hearing that or not. Come into April, April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. That's what you say. Now, so
3: I wonder if in the Southern Hemisphere... They say October showers bring November flowers. That is a bigger mouthful. They're six months off from us. They
2: are. Yeah, so the whole southern hemisphere, there's a huge region. Again, remembering this came from the UK. So it's a reminder that even unpleasant things, uh, in this case, the heavy rains of April, can bring about enjoyable things like flowers in May. So, April showers bring May flowers is also a lesson in patience. Mm -hmm. Many of life's great things come to those who wait, is another saying, right? Mm -hmm. Patiently and endure so the clouds and damp of April take you to the sights and smells and beauty of May. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to express that kind of thought, So can you think of any others? I could look up a bunch. I should have looked up the top ten and had you try to guess them.
3: I can think of one. The darkness
0: always comes before the dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. I know that there is... If you said them, I'd recognize them, but I can't think of any offhand. Yeah. A penny saved is a penny earned. That's patience, too.
2: That's right. It's a different kind of patience, but it's patience. It's Mm -hmm. delayed
1: gratification in in
2: that sense. Mm
0: -hmm. Never smile at a crocodile. No, that one doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah.
2: No,
1: Let's but say, I don't think this is a proverb, but all I can think of is patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Lord, Lord. yeah. Yeah. I think it was that was in The Mummy with Brandon Fraser.
3: Brandon? I think it actually comes from the Bible, although they've used it in yeah.
0: movies. Mm-hmm. Like
2: it's a con yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking we have this game called Wise and Otherwise, and in it. There are different sayings from different cultures Mm. that they give you the beginning and then you have to try to guess the end. Everybody tries to guess it. Mom does not like this game. I don't love this game. And so some of them are like this. Some of them are like Proverbs. And others are the one that always comes to mind that we have kept alive and are... Just a side note, Sydney has really curly hair. And so there's a Russian saying and it started out, curly hair, blank. And it turns out it was curly hair, curly thoughts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we're not, we don't know exactly what that means.
2: No, but it's definitely not a proverb. There's no words of wisdom, no practical truth in there.
0: No, the people who developed that game
3: had the intention of creating a website that explained every cultural saying. Really? They never finished it. Aw. Which was very disappointing. Yeah. It would have been super cool. It would have been super helpful because some of those sayings are hilarious. I know. Or odd. Right. Or whatever. So it would be nice to know where did that come from.
2: Right. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
3: If you're out there and listening, please finish that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
2: And it is, you know, Sydney said I don't love this game. I don't like trying to guess things like that. But it is a very interesting game. So that was a lot of fun to just look that up and think about it. And it's kind of a one of those fun things from your childhood, too, that I'm sure I've, I've said to you guys growing up, too. Well, you how do you eat it? an
1: elephant one bite at a time? room wasn't that's built right. in a day. Yeah, that's true.
3: Lots like of that. lots of expressions that come from somewhere.
1: Right. That's right. There are some more expressions. How do you eat an elephant one
2: bite at a time? Now, we do not condone eating elephants at all. Yeah. The idea is when you have a huge thing in front of you, you just take it just one piece at a time. Do one thing and then another and another and you will get to the end. Again, not condoning eating elephants. That is another one of those things.
3: Another expression that you may have heard of is may the force be with you. Where does that I come have. from? Star I
2: have. Star Wars. Heard of that.
3: That's right. It comes from Star Wars. And it's an expression, although then it was more of a literal expression than a prophetic or proverbial expression mm-hmm. along the way. But do you remember, if you're I'm going to test all of your Star Wars nerddoms Ooh, here, okay. do you remember who is attributed to saying it first in the Star Wars
0: series?
1: Like Was it Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan?
0: May the force
1: be wait, 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 wait. The first one in the Star Wars series, are we talking about the original or one, two, three, and the original series?
3: The first person in our timeline of history, 1970s, 80s, 90s, so uh, three, four, somebody in the very first movie, which was Star Wars 4, right. which was... Someone said it in Star Wars 4. The very first created Star Wars movie, somebody said it. Who is usually attributed to it.
0: Who is usually attributed to it.
3: Yeah. Okay. It's probably Ben Kenobi then. Right. So usually people, you're all three of you said Kenobi, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben I'm Kenobi. Pardon. But it's not him. But is it Yoda? Han? Who said it the first time. In the 1977 movie, it was General Dodonna as he dismisses the rebel troops before their siege of the Death Star.
2: Mm. Interesting.
3: Later, Han Sola says it. In a wry farewell to Luke Skywalker. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Obi-Wan... Because most people think of Obi-Wan and May the Force. Because he explains the Force Mm -hmm. to Luke. But
0: he's not the one who is the first one to say... I know in later movies, he says, the Force will be with you. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. And he's like that wise old master that you'd expect to hear those types of sayings
3: from. So, in Star Wars, for those of you who may not know, the Force... I'm going to describe it from the first series because it's been all over the place. We we do
1: not not acknowledge midichlorians.
3: Okay, (laughs) that'll be confusing to a lot of people. But for the most part, the Force is a powerful, pervasive, but invisible energy field that Jedi's harness for good and people who are on the dark side, the bad side, manipulate for evil. So good characters might say, may the Force be with you. Parting and as an expression of goodwill, although sometimes it's also connected to religious farewells like peace be with you or Godspeed, all right? Mm-hmm. So, what I'm talking about today is May the 4th be with you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's which, right. Which
3: is the calendar, May right? 4th, yeah. which is a pun based on the date of May the 4th. And it was interesting to see that it actually dates back to... 1979 so the movie came out in 1977 the use of the pun may the 4th was actually used in united kingdom first after british prime minister margaret thatcher was first elected fellow members of her conservative political party took out a full page ad in the london evening news on may 4th reading may the fourth be with you maggie congratulations
2: <laughs> that's cute
3: It then made a second appearance in British politics on May 4th, 1994, when parliamentarian Harry Cohen made a joke using the phrase during a House of Commons discussion on national defense. So, the popular use of May the 4th, Be With You, surged after May 4th, 2011. So, not that long ago that it started to become popular. Mm -hmm. When there was the first official Star Wars Day, event at the Toronto Underground Cinema, meaning a pun essentially inspired what's now a full-on worldwide observance of all things Star Wars every May
1: 4th. That is hilarious.
3: So, it was at that event, these two Star Wars fanatics basically decided to create that event in 2011, then again in 2012, and the event consisted of trivia about the original Star Wars films, costume contests with celebrity judges, and viewing... Of the best fan-made videos in a movie theater. So then, in 2012, what happened? Do you remember what happened in 2012? Disney bought Lucasfilms, mm. which include all of Star Wars. Okay, that was
2: yeah.
1: 2012.
3: Yep. And they did something, which was super smart on their part, is they adopted the holiday within Disney. Oh. Ah. Which then became a huge money-making day for them. Yeah, Makes um, sense, yeah. So, they made it a bona fide event. During its first full year of owning the franchise, inviting fans to its theme parks to party with besuited characters from the movies and watch Star Wars-themed fireworks show and dance party. It also began the tradition of discounting Star Wars merchandise on that day as well. So over the years, Disney and Lucasfilm have done their best to stoke the fires of fandom for that event. And some fans who are more on the dark side choose to celebrate May the 5th as
0: Revenge of the Fifth.
1: That is funny. (laughs) That's funny. Yes. Which if you
0: don't know, the bad guys in Star Wars are called the Sith. Right. So Revenge of the Fifth is... Oh, that's that's clever. (laughs) Yes. So there are many ways to
3: celebrate Star Wars Day, as you can imagine. Obviously, some would be like dressing up like a character, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Either at work or going to parties... We've been to Walt Disney World's Hollywood Studios, which has a huge Star Wars area in it. And even before it had that Star Wars area in it, it had a Star Wars ride. And they were really playing up the Star Wars characters. So they actually started showing the special fireworks every day. So we've been there when they've showed the um, Star Wars theatrical show. They did Jedi training there. And then they do, like, the big fireworks. But then on May the 4th, they add to that, basically, to be even a bigger event. And more people come. Now, people aren't allowed to dress up as Star Wars characters. But they themselves have, like, a huge number of stormtroopers. Like, hundreds of them dressed up. And and all the major villains and good guys from the show there.
2: People aren't allowed to dress up on that day?
3: Well, no, meaning... Because I've seen tons of
2: people that enter that are dressed up like ray
3: you can do light dressing but not full dressing so you can't dress up with anything that covers your face and this was before the COVID rules which kind of changed things a little bit okay but what are some other ways do you think besides cosplay which would be the obvious one what are some other ways to celebrate star wars day well watch the movies yeah absolutely i was gonna say yeah. there are so many to pick from and and depending on when you... Marathon. When you were kind of entered into Star Wars, you might like the original three. You might like the mm-hmm. second three, if that's where you kind of you were introduced to. Them. Mm-hmm. You, like, you might like the more recent ones or the Mandalorian. Yeah, there's Rogue, a lot one. Of, Rogue One. Rogue mm-hmm. One. Yeah, so there's lots of different choices in there that you can just pick one or two or three of the movies, yeah. tend to come in threes, and enjoy that.
2: I think I need to. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I think I need to do that. This it might it take a week but yeah, I need to just start going through them. Mm-hmm.
3: One thing I did when I was a kid was I listened to the music score, all the um, music from John Williams, which was a lot of fun. I liked listening to the scores of various movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can listen to That's the normal, score, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was Beth. It was perfect.
0: <laughs> I think it's actually a lot more normal now than it is necessarily was back then. I think it wasn't not normal back then. A lot of people bought the uh, Oh, yeah, they came the, out. The scores, yeah. the scores would
3: come out as their separate albums, and you can get them and put them on the cassette and l- listen to them in your
0: Walkman. Because you're <laughs> so cool. Now, uh, now, basically, if you go to YouTube and type in any movie, then OST, meaning original soundtrack, yeah. you can listen to the entire soundtrack of yeah. any kind of That's media, right. which is extremely popular to do. Yeah, There are a lot of Star Wars-themed drinks both
3: that's alcoholic true. and non-alcoholic, that you can make. Right. Um, so that's another way that you could celebrate.
1: And no, including milk.
0: That's right. You can make some blue milk. Some blue milk. Which yes. is and very green good. milk.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I imagine that playing games is also a huge thing, like Star Wars oh, trivia yeah. games. Are, oh, yeah. There's probably like Star Wars Risk and stuff. And there's that's true. a million video games. So you could probably spend Star Wars Day doing any number of those things as well. Right, yeah. Some of the things I like is you can use some
3: Star Wars disses, like you slimy piece of warm ridden filth, you <laughs> scruffy looking nerf herder, <laughs> your nearsighted scrap pile, scum, malfunctioning little twerp, stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. <laughs> also an overweight glob of grease. So there's lots of fun. Yeah, in some, there. there are. You can whine like Luke. Luke is known <laughs> Luke is in the early movies for his whining. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get out of doing something, you can say, But I was going to Toss Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> <laughs> you can refer to any of your subordinates as a Padawan or call your superiors Master, Lord, or Grand Moth. You could call them Emperor just to be, you know, even kind of take it over the limit there. <laughs> You could have a lightsaber fight. Yeah. Right. But you could. You may or may not have a lightsaber from you know, the parks or wherever. So you can
0: use anything that you want to to have like a little sword fight. Oh, yeah. When we were kids, there was no way that we would not like if two boys both found like a yardstick, they were having a lightsaber fight with those right. yardsticks. Yeah. We had we had lightsaber fights with everything from like broom handles to. Like rulers and pens and
1: Yeah. I actually remember we had plastic, um, Jeep lightsabers where it's like you had to like hold it tightly and toss it out and this um and the lightsaber part would come out. Yeah. And it would be like blue or green and we would have like little light. Yeah. And I remember going to a
0: a friend's house and there'd be like, I don't know, like eight of us boys there and we'd all get lightsabers Mm -hmm. and Someone would inevitably get hurt. Yeah, usually, Absolutely, usually yeah. multiple <laughs> people. Yeah, and then the mom stops And furniture would often also get hurt. Yes, often because uh, when you're in the thralls of a lightsaber battle. Leaping over couches or jumping on tables to have the high ground was—it
1: seemed normal. Um,
0: yeah, at the time, that was what you did in a lightsaber fight. Right, right. There are other Star Wars excuses. Like
3: if you're feeling unproductive, you can blame it on having a bad motivator.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> that's really? a common yes, it absolutely is. You could try your hand at telekinesis, also known as Vadering. We try to raise somebody up by their scrub uh, of their <laughs> neck, remotely with your hand and squeeze and squeeze. Yeah. that's right. You could take. A Jedi Master's advice. So, if you're working on a tough project, let Yoda inspire you. Do or do not. There is no try. And remember that. So, there's lots of ways to celebrate. I will say, in addition to the movies, there are a lot of cooking and craft options in Star Wars. And there are tons of things online where you can do like crafts for kids or teenagers. And you can make foods. In fact, a lot of the food that Disney has created for their Star Wars lands... There's online recipes to replicate oh, that, that food, that, but there's other food options too as
0: yeah, well. I know we used to work with um, youth, and at one point they gave us a couple of like painted, like a Millennium Falcon and like a Tie Fighter, which are ships from Star Wars, uh, Christmas ornaments.
2: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A game, if you want to do like a kind of a game
3: night, is you can find online a Star Wars Name That Tune game. Where you go Ah. through the the music themes for different elements, and you can guess what
2: the scene was or something. Right, you can
3: do either what the scene was, which part of the movie it was from, or if you're really good, the name of the song.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's when I'd go do something else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that good.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so, you know, Star Wars Day, May the 4th, has become a much bigger thing. Kind of interesting to see how culturally a um, day has become something more, right, yeah. than just an average
0: day. And so. it's
2: widespread. It's not yes. like, oh, this is Peanut Brittle Day. Right. Like, which we've had, no, I think.
0: No shade to Peanut Brittle day. No. <laughs>
2: but not everybody. Like, you, when you say May May the 4th. Right. I mean...
0: A good amount of people are going are to Are going to say, yeah, yeah be with is. you. And, yeah? and now... May the 5th,
3: the Revenge of the 5th, right, is also connected to it. <laughs> so it's almost funny. like a, a larger, even larger thing where you yeah. can celebrate over a weekend. So, yeah, very fun. So uh, may the 4th be with all of you. And also with you. Very <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Methodist <laughs> of <don't> you. <laughs> That's, so That's true.
3: true. <laughs> Our future festivities are for the week of April 19th. April 19th is National Garlic Day.
0: Mm.
3: April 20th, National Lookalike Day. April 21st, National Administrative Professionals Day. Get this one. April 22nd, National Take Our Daughters and Sons to Work Day.
1: Aw, yeah, probably can't do that because of the coronavirus, but I remember days when we Yes, did that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Every day's at home now. Yeah. April 23rd is St. George's Day. April 24th is National Sense of Smell Day, hmm. which Beth accelerates at.
2: <laughs>
3: I do.
0: <know>. For <laughs> good or bad. That's true. <laughs> April 25th is World Penguin Day.
3: (gasps) Penguins!
0: If you're a Bennett Cumberbatch, penguin. (laughs) Or
2: penguin. Like penguins of Madagascar. Exactly. Or Timmy the Naughty Penguin from the (laughs) New Zealand Zoo. Look it up if you haven't looked it up. So funny.
3: (laughs) It's very funny. You can always follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Holiday underscore Moons. We are on Instagram at Holiday Moons. On Facebook, you can search us at Holiday Moons in the search bar. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can email us at any time at holidaymoons@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So for Cole,
1: Sydney, Beth,
3: and Randy, Happy Spring! spring.